hey guys welcome back to it is finished i'm bethy and i'm helena and we hope you guys learned something new or just were convicted or enjoyed our last episode where we talked about different lies that the enemy tries to just install in our heads or um, make us believe and so in that episode we really went through different lies and um just basically talked about why the enemy spreads those lies to us and um what harm it can do in our lives and just kind of speaking the truth against his lies yep and with today's episode um you can probably tell if you've been keeping up with our episodes that we've been doing um like each of us has been taking a lead on each episode and sharing whatever god has been teaching us during that time and so in today's episode i'm going to be sharing what god has been teaching me recently and it doesn't even have to be like this past week or something but just this past year i feel like god has just been teaching me the importance of his word so that's what i'm going to be sharing today um of course we mentioned the word of god like in every episode but this is going to be like one episode really dedicated to what is the word of god and how it was meant to be preached so um yeah um and as you can tell by the title called the god of spirit and power um we're really really going to be focusing on the spirit and the power that is within god's word so a little backstory on why i even decided to choose this topic um in general is really because one people and i'm not excluding myself because i was like this before don't and i didn't like hearing the truth that was within the word of god and through social media and just being surrounded by people in general this year i've learned that people don't like to hear criticism and that's just our pride i feel like that's just the pride instilled in us Mm -hmm. um sadly um part of the sin that we need to repent from but we love being complimented we love being emotionally and just like physically in every aspect being praised and it's the truth in the word of god and that people don't like to hear right that conviction that like i'm wrong no like i know what's best for me and that's the thing that triggers people because i'll be scrolling on social media and i'm not like trying to condemn these people but i'll see like someone preaching like truth like like genuine truth of course right and people would be so mad in the comments like this is wrong who do you think you are ugh like type of thing like they're just so mad and i'm like dang like what makes it what makes someone so bad when they hear about the word of god or jesus in general and I realize it's the very spirit and power that gets them mad. Yeah, I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but how, um, if you don't know, China Ann McLean, is that her name? Yeah, this um, actress who recently like started using her platform to speak about God um, and how people on TikTok have just been attacking this girl for... And some things she said, I think she's maybe just like now starting to learn about it so something she said isn't 100 percent like correct but um they're not even attacking her for like a misstep that she might have said but just attacking her for <laughs> speaking about god in general i mean like if you're gonna start preaching the word of god you really have to be prepared for people to be attacking you um it's like i had this obsession with watching straight preachers on youtube i don't know why but I still kind of do. I think I just ran out. 
<laughs> ran out of so many videos to watch but um they get attacked like no other and it's like they're not even like you could easily just walk walk away walk past them they're not carrying their microphone and walking down the street and following you they're staying in one place and just speaking um and their mic is not that loud it's enough for a crowd around them to hear them the people literally attack them i watched a video of is his name dave it's not david lynn that's a guy from tiktok isn't it but like the blockish guy mm, i know what you're talking about i used to get them confused every time you yeah mentioned him. what's his name his first name is david it's a last name it's different yeah well i saw him um baptizing someone in the ocean or something oh, yeah. like that and people were gathering and just throwing things at them and like I was just like, what is your problem? Like, they're literally not doing anything to you at all. But if it was, if someone was doing the same thing to people at a gay march, at a pride parade, um, they would be labeled as a hate crime and just like people would attack them on social media. Um, But people don't see a problem with attacking someone that's just getting baptized in the ocean. Like, they're not doing anything to you. So it's like, what's the issue? It's just crazy. But Very. you have to remember, like, that aggression, there's that whatever hostility that's coming from them, it's not really them. There's mm-hmm. something inside of them. Exactly. Um, and again, I said this in our last episode, but the biggest lie that enemy is going to tell you is that he doesn't exist. So when people see that, they just think, they don't think anything like, oh, there must be something in them. Like, the devil's really working in them. They just think, you know, people didn't like it or whatever but there's so many other things in the works and it's just really sad yeah Yeah, I feel like a lot of the anger really stems from people's misconceptions that they have about the word of God and just God in general Um, so with that I just kind of want to talk about like ideas and misconceptions really that people have about the word of God and some of these um, you might have like heard and either like believe or don't believe so just quickly starting with people believing that the bible is a rule book um yeah so that's not true right at all um more so if that was the case then christianity would be about striving towards towards perfection and towards god's expectations whereas we know that we will never be able to meet god's expectations because we realize and he realizes too that we are not perfect and we've fallen um so no the bible is not a rule book um if anything most of the bible it's not really telling you what to do especially like the old testament is really full of um us learning about different people that have lived their lives um according either according to god or not um and what we learn from that um so it's not literally telling you don't do this don't do that obviously um we read some things that jesus has preached to people Um, but mostly it's us taking these lessons and like learning from them on our own with God like not him directly telling us don't do this don't do that right um the next one is that the bible is really just like any other book and I think that goes hand in hand with um the bible being a book full of stories by different people who think they know who God is um and those two really just go in hand in hand because they take away the very spirit and power that the word of God can have. Um, if you believe that the word of God is just like any other book, then you, it's going to work on you just like any other book, meaning it's not going to do anything to you and not going to reveal its power to you. Um, 
so yeah that's just not the case and you will see later throughout this episode how the very spirit and power that it carries changes those whole misconceptions that people have Mm -hmm. um and then lastly and i think this perception is really seen through gummy bear preachers which i think we've mentioned maybe a couple times here and there but if you're new um this misconception is that the bible is just a book of love letters meaning oh really um yeah people just think not literally like from god you know i love you type of thing but more so like um just always love 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 and i think that goes against the whole idea that god is only love um and to me because i know there's always like there's always something changing with definitions like for example gummy bear preachers each person can have their own definition but i think the basic and the most like ground way to say it is like gummy bear preachers are people who don't share the full truth of the gospel meaning if you just share the love part you're not sharing the righteousness the judgment the wrath that we see in the word of god when god gets angry right so it's more so just people not sharing that aspect of it and saying oh god loves me so i can do this i can do that um so yeah Mm -hmm. and um another thing is that people it's it's going back to what you said about it just being a book of stories written by people who think they know about it who god is um but a lot of people that try to disprove the bible it's like oh god didn't write the bible you know men wrote the bible and um i've even heard people saying of course it says this and this it was written by white men <laughs> it's like they're not white one and two um we've talked about this before obviously but um no god did not physically write with his own hand um but as we all know, or as we should know, um, God is spirit, right? So if he wants to do something, he can do that through his spirit. So those people that wrote the Bible had it through his. Yeah, and a good um, segue from that is our passage for the day, for the day, for the episode, um, which can be found in 1 Corinthians 2. So a little bit of context, um, like we said, right? Or like Helena just said, the word of God is written by God. That's why it's called the word of God. It's the very spirit of God that was dwelling in the people that were physically writing it, that was writing it and telling them what to say. Um, so with this passage, I feel like if you're not a Christian um, or you just don't know, you might be like First Corinthians, like, I don't know. So Corinthians <laughs> was written by Paul. Paul is a apostle, and if you don't know what apostle means, very basic definition, messenger of the gospel, right? Messenger of Jesus Christ. So, he was one of the apostles, and he was known for sharing the gospel to Gentiles, aka non-Jews. So, in this book, um, he's writing to the church of Corinth, and they're called the Corinthians, and it's mainly made up of Jews greeks and i think romans so yes there were some jews but he was mainly again known for talking to non-jews about the um gospel and um just an important thing to mention before we start reading is the mission of christians here on earth um you can find that in matthew 28 um but it's to make disciples baptizing them teaching them and observing the commandments that jesus has for us so again i'm reading this passage really because paul 
God through Paul again whenever I'm going to use them inter- interchangeably because um this is Paul speaking to a church but however it's God speaking to us right now and we can very much relate it and you'll see how we're going to relate it um he talks about one the power and the very spirit of the word of God and how it was meant to be preached because it has so much power so if we want to take turns reading it (laughs) we can go paragraph by paragraph and like break down each paragraph um yeah do you want to start sure um, so if we start with the first verse, um, it says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come with the, with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human, of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So four things here. First thing, Paul very clearly, before he even starts getting his message across, Mm -hmm. says, before you even get any type of perception, I'm not here to sound appealing. Um, I'm not here. And in the beginning, he actually says he doesn't come with wisdom. And you might, like any person listening, like if you're not coming with wisdom, what are you coming with? But he then later says human wisdom or just worldly wisdom, right? So um, yeah, that's one thing. Um, and then he gets vulnerable. He says, I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. I think that's really important because us as messengers of the gospel must be in need to be open. And I'll talk about that later as to like why that's important, but just keep that in mind. Um, and then he says that, um, he came not to sound appealing, right? Um, and not with anything like persuasive that should give you an idea and if we talked about before talked about how people don't like listening to the truth because it's not appealing but he came to demonstrate the very spirit and power that is within the word of god but he says that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men meaning your faith if you're listening to me speak right now me or helena mm-hmm your faith should not be your trust your confidence should not be in helena and i your their faith should not be in paul but the very spirit that is within us saying okay i believe that the spirit of god is within these people so because i believe that i'm going to trust the words that come out of their mouth not not having faith in human not having faith in us right but god that is within us Mm -hmm. that's the only way that he's was able and will be able to demonstrate the spirit and power that's within the word of god yeah see how um before paul even begins preaching about what he came to preach about he starts going against basically our basic human like nature of just being prideful like if you're going and you're saying all of these things you expect people to be like wow she sounds like she knows what she's talking about Mm. wow she is right like like you said persuasive words of human wisdom right but before he even starts talking he's taking that attention away from himself and having people um look at him and being like wow he's so wise he knows what he's talking about but putting their attention their focus on god and who's actually talking and this kind of just goes back to what we were saying about like 
who writes the Bible or whatever, or who wrote the Bible. Um, it's really not them, but it's the spirit that's in them, and that's what we should be focused on. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, moving on to the second um, paragraph, it's now it's talking about spiritual wisdom. So he starts off with saying, hey, this isn't about human wisdom or worldly wisdom. But what he's going to talk about now is what spiritual wisdom is and what it means. So he says, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages of our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered the heart of man, the things which God has prepared to those who love him. So the whole sec- this section is literally called spiritual wisdom. Um, and he starts with saying that um, he is speaking to those who are mature. And you're thinking like, what does that mean? When he says he's talking to those who are mature, he's not talking about just like, the worldly view of what maturity is but spiritual maturity which we've talked about before um and he talks about we speak the wisdom of god and mystery and basically this section is also talking about um the wisdom that he's coming to preach and that god is trying to teach them is not like it's not something that you're going to understand unless you're spiritually mature it's not something that's surface level um you're not going to find it just like looking at the world's view of things Uh, he doesn't call it hidden wisdom because it's just something that we can't find but it's something that we're not going to get to unless we're in spirit with god right Um, which is what he was saying with the people that crucified him those rulers of that age and he's talking about you know the is it romans whatever um yeah, the Roman soldiers, the Pharisees, Jewish authorities. Yeah, all of them. Um, none of that would have happened if they were walking in spirit with him, if they had that spiritual wisdom. Um, the only reason why all of that went down was because the devil was able to um, get into their minds and kind of blind them from what was really happening. They had Jesus in the flesh, like on earth, and they didn't believe that he was the Son of God. Um, and they crucified him they didn't accept the truth that was literally right in front of them and that's literally just because of the devil's plan right um and that's why it was able to happen but if you're walking in spirit and in truth with god then these things aren't really a mystery anymore but they come to light like to you yeah and um just going off of that I really like this paragraph because you can easily also relate it to like life now where it says um the rulers of this age you might be like there's no rulers you know what i'm saying but we can very clearly know think about at least people that are ruling subconsciously in our heads Mm -hmm. or just like what's the word like they're not rulers but technically they're ruling yeah like celebrities or they're trendsetters um you can think of those as rulers too where um their influence on you is just very hefty exactly and um we don't see pretty much any celebrities actually talking about jesus and he says that they're really coming to nothing and um 
but had they known had they know even now present day if they did know the mysteries and the actual truth of the word of god and if it was revealed to them they wouldn't have crucified jesus and you're like they're not crucifying him well technically they are and i'm not speaking to like again bring down people but i i once was like this too i rejected jesus and not pretty much crucifying him i rejected what he did on the cross it's the same thing not accepting he still died for it so if i rejected he still like paid the price for it so in the same way it's still him being crucified it's just that what he was trying to do wasn't done in our lives if that makes sense um but then he ends off that paragraph with hope and with a promise saying um quoting an actual earlier verse i i don't know where it is but i would assume (laughs) old testament um i would think isaiah just because majority of these like prophecies are found in isaiah but it could also be ezekiel because that's the same for that book too but um just a promise that that what god has prepared for those who love him for those who preach his word he says if you love me you'll do my commandments you'll obey my commandments you'll obey what i say so um just for him almost like it's almost like he's reminding himself like you know what people are looking at me like i'm crazy you know what like i'm not gonna please these people but at the end of the day i have to remind myself that what god has for me is not going to be like anything that i can imagine um and then the third starting with verse 10 it says but god has revealed them to us through his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him even so no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god now we have received not the spirit of the world but the spirit who is from god that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by god these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teaches us but with but which the holy spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness to him nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he who is spiritually but he who is spiritual judges all things yet he himself is rightly judged by no one for whom has known the mind of the lord that may that he may instruct him but we have the mind of christ yeah so paul ends off um just this chapter really just revealing the truth that is in with those who preach the word of god um in verse 10 he says but god has revealed to them through his spirit so remember how earlier he says god in a mystery the hidden wisdom okay how is this hidden wisdom revealed how is this mystery revealed the very spirit and power is revealed through his very spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god I say this all the time, but he's the God who searches the minds and the hearts. For what man knows the things, for what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? He says, even whether you're listening or whether you're speaking, it's on both sides. It's the spirit of God that's speaking and it's the spirit of God that's listening and gonna act it out or gonna live it out, right? Um, another thing he says is, but the natural man doesn't receive the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness to him. Reading this, I was like, I was so just blown away because I was like, God, your word is literal truth because I see it 
being lived out i see how people react to the word of god being spread and how they think it's literally dumb and he says here people are gonna think it's foolish they're gonna think like what is this man doing at the side of the street spreading the word of god right telling me jesus is gonna come soon what does he mean um and then he tells us why people think that they're it's foolishness right he says for they can't know them because it's spiritually discerned and then he says for spirit is compared with spiritual things right but a natural man if you don't know what a natural man just take it as someone who either is really weak in their faith because i don't want to say a non-believer because anyone could say that they're a christian again i'm not trying to myself but it's a fact like i've uh, i was once let me start with myself i was once saying i was a christian and not actually living the life of a christian so either someone that's really weak in their faith or just a non-believer um can be referred to as the natural man and then it ends off by saying but we we as the believers of jesus christ have the mind of christ therefore um when we speak we have everything everything is jesus this all this whole thing points to jesus the hidden wisdom jesus the mystery jesus the very spirit and power jesus so um yeah this is really he's really talking about jesus at the end of the day but so to sort of just like wrap things up um let's go back to the questions that i wanted to answer in the beginning what is the word of god and how is it meant to be preached um like we've been talking about this whole episode is the word of god contains the very spirit and power of god so why is that important right that means it shouldn't be taken lightly whether you're listening to it or spoken about and i think we've definitely mentioned this before but it's always important to understand like why because we always say the word of god is so important because it contains spirit and power that's why but um another important thing is that that i mentioned earlier and i said i would go in depth more about is that the faith right in verse five um paul says that your faith should not be in the wisdom of of men but in the power of god and i know i said it earlier but i remember talking about the misconceptions that people think that the bible is written by people or that it's like any other book and if you believe those things you will very much receive whatever you give into it and if you have that faith it's you're not going to be able to see the very spirit and power that's within it um and that goes the same way whether you think it's just like any other book or if you think that it's written by people you're not going to see the spirit because that spirit comes from the spirit that is written within those people that is written by within those people Mm -hmm. so if you don't believe it exists then you're not going to see it right um another thing is those mysteries that um paul was talking about they can't be revealed unless the spirit of god reveals it to you and like she said unless you believe that the word holds the spirit of god you're not going to receive that um what was i going to say oh um and we talk about how when you read the word it's not just something that you should read and then be done with it but there are things that you can literally speak into your life that um helps you in your spiritual battles or can literally change like your life not because of not because of anything that you're doing but literally the power that comes from the words that you're saying um so yeah we always talk about how there's so many things that we don't know about god and like we're just humans like how are we supposed to understand anything but um the more that we're filled up with his spirit that comes from reading his word the more that we're able to understand things that aren't worldly and things that are supposed to be outside of our like field of vision um because obviously we can't get that understanding from anything on this earth right right 
and a very power um i know i talked about spirit a lot and you can you can um you can i kind of understand that i feel like it's easier to understand that there's spirit in the word of god just because we said multiple times throughout this episode that it's the very spirit that teaches you it's the very spirit that reveals the mysteries it's the very spirit that gives it the spirit um but for power we can always see the power in god's word throughout the bible whether it be from the beginning something i forget is that it's a very word of god that actually created heavens and earth right it was when god spoke it out the same words that we have access to 24 7 the same words that actually created the heavens and the earth or did anything matter of fact um we see healing nowadays but even looking at jesus time whether it be when he raised lazarus from the dead or when he um healed the sick the word of god has the power to give life to heal to transform to cast out overcome save joy peace redeem strengthen and so much more it has that power and we can see that throughout the bible so now that we've talked about the spirit and power it's like okay how are we as believers gonna like share that because it has so much spirit and power how should it be or how was it meant to be shared um first thing we can see in verse three is paul being vulnerable right i said earlier that um vulnerability as a speaker and i'm talking to myself vulnerability is something that i struggle with whereas like just being open and honest even when speaking on a platform that i know many people that i don't really know much about are listening to me um but it's something that we're trying and we're gonna try to practice um but something to be important to remind ourselves is that it's in our vulnerability that one the spirit of truth the spirit of openness jesus is going to be revealed and two judgment and striving for perfection is just like let go of because when you're open and honest about things that you're dealing with people and especially non-believers are able to see oh okay christianity isn't about striving to be perfect and pretending that you're all this and judging everyone else where it's like i'm also i struggled with that like let's approach people not saying that's a sin you know what you're doing is like messed up you need jesus i need jesus too i'm not about to tell somebody they need jesus i'm about to say hey i actually struggled with that but the power of god and the spirit of god saved me like literally he saved me from that and now i have this 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 um being like open and honest that's why i love testimonies because they're great ways to share what god did in your life and actually like tell people hey you can come as you are to god it's not about like being perfect and going to god but going as you are and seeing what he can transform into in your life yeah and part of being vulnerable um is also putting your pride aside and not being offended easily by like if someone calls you out like if another christian says you know that's not really something you should be doing or if you read something in the bible that you feel convicted with like i mean we talked about in the beginning how people get really mad when they hear the word of god and part of that is because some people feel called out with the things that they're doing and they don't like to hear that the way they're living isn't the best way that they should be living or it's not according to god's word and um they're going down a destructive path because uh, like we said before a lot of people tend to believe that they know what's best for them um and they don't like to see it any other way and i'm saying they a lot but this is me included at least past tense um but yeah part of being vulnerable is putting that pride aside and realizing like nobody really is judging you for what you've done because at the end of the day we deep down know that we've all sinned and we all make mistakes but it's a matter of what you do with that um at the end of the day and um like if you it's worse for you if you literally hear the word of god and you completely reject it versus someone who hasn't 
heard the word of God. So if you have, like, at least try to, like, consider what is being said and don't take it as, like, an insult. Mm. Yeah, it's very important. And with that, like, even spreading the word of God, because you're gonna, because, like, the Bible literally prophesizes that people are gonna think that it's dumb, um, something you should keep in mind is, like, when you're doing this, you're doing this to please God and God only, right? Um, You're not doing this for people because people are not gonna at least in the beginning, are not gonna, and at least most people are not gonna find it, um, they're not gonna agree with it, they're not gonna, um, find it, like, wisdom, like, they're, it's not gonna be, like, sounding good to it's them, it's gonna sound foolish to them, as the Bible says, right, right, because we're not gonna, we're not gonna go to speak feel-good words, right, and like I said before, us as humans love to be praised, and love to be like, ooh, but this is not gonna be those ooh good feel words. Yeah, and that's why gummy bear preachers are so prevalent today because the more that they make people feel good, the more money they make and the more followers that they get. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're leaving out the important parts of God, like his wrath and his judgment, um, then people are gonna feel okay with how they're living their lives and they're gonna keep listening to you because it makes them feel good. Um, versus someone telling you if you continue down this path, like you're you're bound to spend the rest of your eternity apart from god in hell burning right nobody wants to hear that but mm-hmm. it's the truth right and um lastly but most importantly as a messenger of god um we got to make sure that we fill ourselves up with the word of god and this is very important because we <laughs> It's as we strengthen our relationship with Christ and we increase in our wisdom and revelation that we're able to pour onto others. And I remember reading a quote or hearing something by a pastor that says, what isn't overflowing unto others, what isn't overflowing in you is not going to pour into others. So unless your cup is overflowing, aka unless your strength, like your relationship is strengthened and, and, and your intake of the word of God isn't overflowing inside of you, it's not going to be able to do the works and the plan that God actually had intended for you to do. So it's always important. And, and Paul talks about it in verse 10, right? You need that strong relationship in order to be revealed the mysteries and then reveal it to other people because it is hidden wisdom. It's not like anybody can open a Bible and that's it. You need the Holy Spirit and you need the most important, that strong relationship with the holy spirit um martha was found running around and serving and while that is great um mary knew what was good and what was good was to be right by jesus to have that close communion and hear from him first before going around um <clears throat> and that should be a very important part of our lives as messengers of um yeah so um we hope you guys that's kind of all we hope this really um taught you guys and just opened your eyes to really what the word of god is and the very spirit and power that it has and also how us as believers and how us as messengers of the gospel are too and we're meant to spread the gospel um yeah you want to go ahead and close us off <laughs> um so our instagram and tiktok is at it is finished podcast our email is it is finished pod at gmail.com any questions comments concerns uh disagreements agreements prayer requests anything um you can contact us through any of those platforms um like we always say if you haven't given your life to jesus think about it um today's the day to do it not just today but like that these in our last episode it's now um because even later today's not promised um we have 
we were given the word of God on this earth to get closer to him. We have Jesus to get close to, um, to have that direct line of communication with God. So don't let that go to waste. Um, yeah. Yeah. We thank you guys so much for listening and we hope to find you guys right back here next week. Um, bye guys. Bye.